0: Pastor Mike McCoy, welcoming you to the Time of Truth. I'm in 2 Thessalonians, chapter number 2. Bible students would think, oh man, he's talking about the Antichrist tonight. No, I'm talking about the Christ people. Because I'm going to go down to the bottom of chapter 2 and catch the last Verses, I told Jeff number 12. I I, I, make, I believe I'll just read 12 and then it it's, it sets the contrast in this or the comparison. Uh, it is a contrast, but it's a comparison here. I'm going to just get 11 too while I'm at it. I might just, I'll, if I'm not careful, I'll be back at verse number 1. <laughs> <clears> 2 <throat> Thess- Thessalonians uh Chapter number two, verse number 11. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. Now, there's a lot of people in that that fall into that category today. Now, we need to remember the time in which this was preached or written, when it was written, it's just about 20 years one or two either side of that, from the ascension of Jesus. Now, that they, verse number 12, that they all might be damned who believe not the truth. Whoa. That's strong language, Jimmy. God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. Not everything that's got the name of a church out in front of it today is preaching the truth. So you saying you're the only one? Oh, no. But we're doing our best to preach the truth. There's a lot of places preaching the truth tonight. Who believe not the truth. They're damned who believe not the truth. But had pleasure in unrighteousness. There's the line. But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you. My thought tonight is thanks for you. Brethren, beloved of the Lord, because God hath from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth. Whereunto he called you by our gospel, to the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, brethren, stand fast. Finish well. Good song, Marcia. Perfect song for this. Amen. And hold the traditions which ye have been taught whether by word or our epistle, which means letter. Now, our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God, even our Father, which hath loved us and hath given us everlasting consolation and good hope through grace, (coughs) comfort your hearts and establish you in every good word, and work. Father, I love you. And I thank you for the night. And for these that have come to church. And for a church to come to. And for the word of the everlasting God of glory. I pray you help me, Father, fill my mouth, guard my tongue, you help me be accurate inside the book, the scripture, of God. Maybe someone here is unsaved tonight, and this would be the night that you would choose them to salvation by sanctification of the Spirit. And they would come and call on the Lord and settle it forever that they know they've got a home in heaven. Give me voice and strength for just a little while, and I'll do my best for you, Father. I love you, Lord. You're a good God. Have you wait, Holy Ghost, in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Now, in 1 Thessalonians, you Bible students know this. In 1 Thessalonians, we have the coming or the appearing of Jesus. We have Jesus Christ appearing. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. When I was at the graveyard just the other day, Dennis, I was exceedingly glad for that scripture. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Hallelujah. But in 2 Thessalonians, we have the Antichrist. Now, in this chapter, the church is taken away. And the Antichrist comes. You can study it out for yourself. And because they wouldn't believe, God sends them strong delusion. So, they wouldn't believe the truth. Well, he sent them something they would believe, and it damned. A lot of people are damned today. And and, and we've had several preachers of late. I don't know which one it was. Said this. Said the unbelief's the problem. Blame. Unbelief's the problem. It ain't cause you're ugly or big or mean. Or even good. The problem is unbelief. Now that doesn't just say. That belief doesn't just hold to this fact. Okay. I believe I'm in Crossville, Tennessee. No, I know I'm in Crossville. Why? I've experienced it. I know it for a fact. Belief in Christ will do this. When we believe, then the belief does some things to us and for us and therefore if any man be in Christ, belief puts us in Christ and if any man's in Christ he's a new creature and the old things are passed away but I'm still living in old Mike that's my problem I believe brother Brandt but the problem is this guy here's what Paul said about those people Now, we see a comparison here, and hear what he said. But, we are bound to give thanks always to God for you. Brethren, beloved of the Lord. You talk about a sharp contrast. These were given strong delusion but Paul said, beloved brethren of the Lord, we're bound to, be give, to give thanks for you. I want to say thank you to the church. I've done about as many funerals as probably any preacher in town except the ones that's been in it a little longer than I have or that's much older. But there ain't nobody can put on a funeral like the First Free Will Baptist Church. What do you think about that, Lisa? She's with me. Here, but Here's the sad thing. We're practiced at it. But we know how to do it. The funeral directors come in and they say, what do we do? I said, open the door. We'll take care of everything else. But it wasn't me. Normally, I'm out there. But the other night, I was up here. I'm bound to give thanks to you, beloved brethren of the Lord. Because from the outside in the parking lot, to the inside in the kitchen, to those that was watching the line, to those that were sending them around from all the areas, Jason, I didn't have to do anything but stand here. And I knew it was all taken care of. I'm just going to tell you. There's not many pastors could say that. That is all taken care of. Thanks for you. Paul said, I'm bound to give thanks for you. Why? Because you've not been given delusion. You believe the truth. Believing the truth is the difference maker in the lives of all these people in this room. That's the difference, Randall. Is I believe the truth. Does that make me special? No, just makes me a Christian. God's no respect of a person. He does good things for all of us, Brother Ivan. He don't just do it for us. He'll do it for anybody that wants it. Thanks for you. Say what are you doing preacher? Sound like you're patting us on the back. You're getting close. You're learning. That's what I'm trying to do. It's what God done. When I read this. Watch this. Just a couple of little things. <clears throat> Here's why. Because God hath from the beginning. Now don't get twisted up with this. In predestination. But from the beginning, chosen you to salvation. Well, do we, see, do we see the predestinated plan of God there? Yes. Albert Barnes, the old Calvinist said about this, Gordon, you and I read after him a lot. He said, you also see the choice of man. So we've been chosen, and here's how it works, to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth. Now the sanctification is two things. Hear me tonight. Sanctification is positional. We see that right here. It's by the Spirit. It means to be set apart. The Spirit comes to us, the Father draws us, and He puts us into the body of Christ so therefore when you are in the body you are in a position but it doesn't end there so I disagree with my brothers that say it's one and done it's positional and it's over well I disagree excuse me my voice trying to go away It's not only positional. If you're here and you're saved tonight, you are in Christ. Again, I say it, therefore if any man be in Christ, thank you. But it's also progressive. The little kid's song says, he's still working on me to make me what I ought to be. Now, he made everything you see by speaking it into the existence. But Mark, he formed us from the dust of the earth, breathed into our nostrils the breath of life. We became a living soul. But here's what he said. That guy's got problems. Amen. So therefore, because of his problem, I'm going to die for him that by the Spirit I might sanctify or set apart, bring him into Christ, into the body but he's still going to need some help Paul said it now Paul said earlier You're not like the ones who've been given to uh, uh, Strong delusion And been damned And belief of the truth Where unto He called you by our gospel Stop right there What gospel is that? That is the gospel Why would he call it our gospel? Because it's your gospel. It's my gospel. It was Paul's gospel. I am not ashamed of the gospel for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Praise God. So I would say, Randy, with all that being said, it's not just my gospel, though Paul refers to it as his in a place or two. Why? Well I could say the same thing. It's mine as well. He still here? This is like. This is like ramped up Sunday school. Stay with me. To the obtaining. Now watch this. Get a hold of this right here. This, this helped me. to the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now some old writers think this thinks that this the glory of can also mean in the I don't understand Greek, wished I was a scholar, but it said it can be for. Some would think that it's to the obtaining for the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. But to the obtaining of the glory I, I would say it's one in the same if it's if it's to him it's for him would you agree with that now when he calls us into this if 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 you think salvation is a a bed of roses and you're tiptoeing through the clover all the time uh, I got news for you there's some bees out there going to sting you along the way Amen. there's some things that's going to happen in this world you shall have a plus tribulation Hoy Duncan talked, Hoy and I spoke the other day for a while he said brother Mike he said uh he said, "I got to looking around," and he said, "I got to looking at some of you guys." And he said, "I saw what you went through last year with your your back and your leg hip issue, and how you had to cancel your fall schedule, and then you had to have a surgery." And he said, "Then I got to looking at Mike Blanton and what he went through and the uh, uh, amputation of his uh, toes on on his foot, and then I got to looking at Cal Ray and what the sickness that he and Candy had had and." She'd fallen and cut, their, cut her nose off her face. They put it back done a spectacular job. You can't even tell. She, it was she ever had that injury? And he said, I got to looking around. He said, and you know what I thought? I thought, uh-oh. Uh-oh. I've come through unscathed. You know what that means? He said, I got to thinking, that means that something's out there for me. He said guess what I nearly died the other day He's missing camp meetings Sitting at home He said well Lord I guess it come my way Right here's the difference You can take what comes your way And you can get bitter as you've ever been Or you can get better Than you've ever been When God lets that thing come your way, whether you've been hurt physically, spiritually, you've been offended, whatever God's allowed, come your way. You think God didn't see that? You know what He wanted you to do with that thing to come your way? He wanted you to exalt Him and bring Him glory. Paul says it right here. Why? Called you by our gospel to the attaining... Of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's for him. If you're a complainer, I'm praying God straighten you out. Now I've complained just like everybody occasionally. But if you're a constant complainer, you ain't helping nobody. So uh, this woman calls me. Is Nancy here tonight? I don't. I don't see some. I don't see a stranger in here. Uh, everyone I see, I recognize. There's a woman called me this afternoon. She said, "You don't know me. My name's Nancy. She may be watching this tonight." She said, "I watched that funeral. I want to." Look here. At the last time I checked, there had been over 22,000 people. watch that funeral, and that's not counting YouTube. That's just Facebook. Get a hold of that. I mean, we're getting up our close to where Smiling Joel's at on Sunday morning when you get 22,000. She said, you don't know me. She said but i watched that funeral and she said i can't explain what god done through that now she's got my attention she said i realized i wasn't i wasn't in church i wasn't where i need to be with the lord she said i'm where i need to be oh it gets better she said i personally know of six people That's been saved because of watching that funeral. Pat said, Old Trent seemed more saved in his death than he did in his life. I said, Now, if that's one woman from Pikeville, Tennessee, that's called me, I wonder out of them 22,000, how many others? I had one call me the other night confessed he is lost on the phone I said hey I'll come to your house I can't do it right now I said you better not put it off no, no, no. thanks for you Paul said thanks for you cause when God when God calls you into salvation by sanctification through the spirit Paul said thanks for you. Why? you know what it does? It brings glory to him. He didn't save you to make you popular. Sure didn't save you to make you rich. Though he'll bless you. I've not seen the righteous forsaken. Nor his seed begging bread. I'll tell you this. Most people never. A lot of Christians never tithed in their life. And they just barely scrape by and can't make it. I want to say thank you. Thanks for you. That tithe. Our offerings have gone up. At least they've gone up a little ain't it? Ain't done nothing different other than preach. Somebody listened to God. It got in their heart and they started doing what God said. He said, he said, prove me. I'll show you what I'll do. So now you're preaching for money. No, I'm not. I'm preaching to try to help you. Why? You know what that does? It brings glory to him. So I've been talking to a lot of preachers lately. I don't, can't tell you how many phone calls I've had how many people's called me my phone went dead twice today that's a lot of talking and they're saying hey and here's what they say you know what it's sad they're, they're, we're just doing preacher talk I know a church can't pay the bills right now something wrong something wrong when everything's right hey listen when it's right, you won't have to worry about paying the bill. God will pay the bill. Right. My cousin stepped in the bedroom that Monday morning that Trent and him had perished in the fire. He's a, he's a doctor. As a matter of fact, he tithes to this church. Don't even go here. He stepped in the room. And he said, "Hey." He said, "Hey." He said you're going to need some money. I said, "Put your billfold up." He said, "What?" I said, you watch what God does. I said, I've been preaching for 20 years from Mississippi to Michigan. And I ain't got no money, but I got a lot of friends. And I said, I'll tell you this, I'll tell you this, my phone will start ringing. My phone will start ringing. And by that evening, by that evening, I told him, I said, hey, keep your money. Help is on the way. Well, he said, that preacher trying to help us tonight? I want to say, thanks for you. Thanks for you. What a crew we had in here working. Now, I know we couldn't have everybody here working, but what a crew we had. The girls from the other churches was taking pictures that men were behind the counter serving. I said, here's, enough. here's something else. Part of them cooked that too. They said, oh, no. We're going back to our church and talk to our guys. You got them in trouble, boys. And because of that, and because of that, because of what? Because of that glory to the Lord Jesus Christ, stand fast. Just stand fast. I've probably cried as much in the last two weeks as I have in my entire life. And just the minute I think I'm over it, Dennis, I was headed out the door yesterday, had my little plan, had my plan, Grover. I knew where I was going, what I was going to do. I'd been talking, I talked about half a dozen people on the phone. Somebody's waiting on me. I was headed out the door. I looked out the back window and broke down like a little boy and just stood there sobbing. I can't tell you why. I said, God, this is getting, I don't know if I can do this. He said, just stand. I got to do stand. I'm not asking you to conquer the world. I'm not asking you to do something above your ability. I'm just asking you to stand. And if you'll stand, I'll do the rest. Got myself together. Got in the truck. Took off. Went where I was going. Met who I need to see. God help me. Stand fast and hold the traditions which you have been taught. Whether by word or by our epistle, which means letter. In other words, what you've heard me preach or what I've written down for you. How many people in here tonight is 21 years old or younger? Hold your hands up. Praise God. Look at that. That's good. Hey, that's good on a Wednesday night. Yes. You listen to what you've heard preached. And what's written in this letter. And not just this letter, but all the letters. You listen to that. God, God can bless you in your life. And if you don't listen to it, you might be those that believe strong delusion and are damned. I know what they say. You guys are too traditional, too old-fashioned. You don't have to do it that way. You don't have to do it this way, but you got to believe it this way. Well, there's a lot of people who do it different than I do it. And I don't, I don't, look, my buddy Mike Blanton says, let them play in their puddle. I'll just play in mine. I'm just going to play in my own puddle. They'll do what they do. I don't have to answer to them, but we better be preaching them the truth. Listen. They may have smoke and lights, and never wear a necktie and get skinny jeans and all this stuff. I'm just going to tell you, a 60-year-old man in skinny jeans about make you puke. And the girls ain't no different. The tradition of the earnest, honest word of God. For the glory of God. For the glory. He said. <clears throat> Avery Brown told me one time. I love that boy. Avery said preacher. I talk to him pretty regular. I'm still his pastor. He said preacher. I just get up there to sing. And I just get. I get to crying. And I just make a mess. And it's awful. I said, son, that's when you do the best. He said, what? I said, listen, when the flesh flesh can get glory, God ain't within a thousand miles. But when you all broke down, broke up, God's a blessing you. I said, it'll help somebody out there. No flesh going to glory in my presence, he said. What we've taught by the word and by our letter. Now our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God even our Father. Which hath loved us hath given us everlasting consolation. And good hope through grace. I got good hope through grace. If I had hope only of Christ in this world. Well, a lot of times we quote that verse, we leave Christ out. If I had hope only in this world. No, if I had hope only of Christ in this world, I'd be of all men most miserable. My hope's in another world. And here's what it should do. Get this. You get this on a Wednesday night. comfort your hearts and establish you in every good word and work in every good word every good word and work You see, if you know the word, Jesus said, Search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life. And they are they which testify of me. It's Him. But if we just hide that in our heart that we might not sin against Him, and that's good and we should, but if that's all that we got, How's anybody going to know what you got? But oh, when you do it. You wouldn't believe the people that come through here. I'm not even going to tell you what some of them said because it wasn't nice. But they come through here and they said, man. Y'all got it going on. We're out there in the kitchen the other day. And y'all fed a lot of people. There's 100 people at the graveyard and 75 of them come back to eat. And there's looking at that and there's my, rel- my family was sitting there at the table. I'm saying thanks for you. It's what, to, it's what Paul said to the Thessalonians. Thanks for you because what you've done and what does it do? It brings him glory. It's because of that salvation by sanctification through the Spirit. And they're all sitting there at the table. And my one cousin who lives down in Watertown said, said, my word. Said, now, they've got it going on. I didn't tell them you'd done this for 15 years at camp meeting, so you're Practiced. They I said, I don't do nothing. i just tell them what we need done. i just say it. Thanks for you. And they do it. Now, why are you saying that, preacher? You know what that is? You know what that is? Work work this place was destroyed i mean there's paper they like to kill me that's it was a mess i'm thinking oh i'll come in here looks just like it always did thanks for you you know what that you know what that kind of work does Now don't be sweating up, getting a big head, say, ha ha ha. Well, we've done a good job. I'm telling you, God enabled us to do what we do, and he does it so we can bring him glory. Thanks for you. That's why he does it. Come get some. Get this get this right here. The the greater the tragedy, the greater the glory. The harder the hurt, but the greater the glory. And when I'm thinking about this, here's what the Lord spoke to my soul. He said, just look at Calvary. You look at Calvary. And you see what I've done on Calvary. And you see the glory that it's going to bring. Bobby Taze, I begin to understand just a little more than I knew just a few weeks ago. The greater the pain, the greater the glory. See, I'll change it. I'll change it. Brent wouldn't change it. No, he's seen him. He's seen him. He wouldn't change it. Was that was was great hurt there and tragedy for a few minutes? It's what's keeping me from sleeping. For a few minutes. He's in a place I don't ever want to be. But forever, He's in a place I'm going to be. And great glory. If one woman knows about six people that's been saved in the area of Pikeville, Tennessee, and I'm not sure they're all there, but that's where she was from. If one woman knows that, I wonder how many others. Somebody said you got people in Washington watching that. You got people out in Oregon watching that. Maybe there's some Muslim in Afghanistan that seen any people. When you as the numbers go up, people begin to gravitate to it. This must be good. they 22,000 people. Watch this. Let's watch it. Maybe Brother David Mitchell, somewhere over there in a tent, some Muslim tunes into a funeral in Crossville, Tennessee. And the Holy Ghost, by sanctification, draws that guy into the family of God. You don't know. Don't waste your crisis. Let's stand as we sing. Page one forty nine. Thank you Father, for help. Thank you for that. Pastor Mike McCoy, thanking you for joining us at the time of truth.